What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And welcome to the Million Dollar Mindset, everyone. Thank you so much for being here this week. You know, time just flies doesn't it? I mean, can you believe it? We're already wrapping up the year 2013. It seems like it just, I can remember New Year's Eve like it was yesterday. And here we are wrapping up the year, heading into a new and hopefully prosperous year for business owners everywhere. Are you ready for it? Well, if you are, you're one of few, I'm sure. Are those plans in place for for growth and prosperity in 2014? Do you have those new strategies down? Sure you do, right? Well, maybe some of you do, but sadly, most small business owners are just stuck in that day-to-day operation, and they can't seem to find the time to plan for the next year or the next thing or, you know, whatever they need to do. They're not changing and growing. They get kind of stuck in a rut, and so know that you're not alone, but that this is not the formula for soaring profits. So if you're in that same old thing, that same old place, expecting different results, you're probably not attracting new clients, right? Today may be a turning point for you. Our guest today is ruthlessly committed to creating unreasonable results for experts and small business owners all over the country. She founded a wonderful, wonderful site and organization called Women Who Wow one of the fastest-growing business development organizations for women and has been featured on national and local media outlets giving real-world, right-now solutions for business owners creating their own success. Now, there's certainly no shortage of business gurus vying for your attention, right, promising to help you make money while you sleep and all those things that seem and feel impossible and leave you feeling broke and bummed. But our guest today, B. Michelle Pippen, the undisputed authority on creating clients for enterprising experts. She will help bring clients your way, and she is committed to doing the opposite of what those gurus are telling you and measures her own success by the increase that her clients see to their bottom line. So let's see how she does it and how maybe together we can help you on the Million Dollar Mindset today. Welcome to the show, Michelle Pippen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really, really excited to be here. Well, I've been waiting months for this, for this chat, Michelle, because I've seen you grow. You know, I've, I've seen you in social media. I've seen women who, wow, just take off. And I'm really excited to know um, what's going on for you and your clients. And so let's start by, would you just fill us in a little bit about your background, where you come from, and how Women Who Wow was inspired? Okay. All right. Great. Well, um, my background is probably a little bit boring and very, very humble. <laughs> but I 
started my business just really on accident. I was uh, young and foolish and passionate when I decided that I would uh, no longer work for someone else, that I was not going to have my kids in daycare. Nothing against daycare, just wasn't for me or my kids. And I was married to a public school teacher, and we had um, $213 in savings. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, we were, you know, we had been, you know, chipping away at that, right? We had $213 in savings, and um, and no family money, and no, no, like, nothing to fall back on, no 401ks. I think we were maybe 22, and, um, and I just said, you know, somehow I'm going to make money on my own terms, and I didn't need any business books, thankfully, because they just told me, like, how hard it was and how much money I needed to invest and how long it would be before I turn a profit, and I was totally been working for someone else if I read that, but I was humble and pregnant and, um, and, and passionate, and so I quit my job, and I had to earn a living. I took $50 and invested that in my business. Uh, I live in an area that doesn't give business licenses or anything like that. I live in a very rural area, and so um, the $50 essentially went to, um, uh, you know, sending out 100 pieces of mail to people that may recognize my name or my husband's name, and that's sort of the beginning of my first business, and that first year I made $63,000. Um, yeah, but I didn't realize that was a whoa moment, if you can understand, because um, that's just what I had to have to make ends meet. You know, so I was still feeling pretty, like, unsuccessful, right? I'm still, like, you know, paycheck to paycheck. I'm still... Uh, barely making ends meet. So I wasn't thinking like I was some big-time success. Um, it wasn't until I started reading business books <laughs> and talking to other business owners that I realized I kind of um, stumbled upon something I was really good at, which is generating clients for my business. Um, since then, you know, that was my first business. I was essentially a, a virtual assistant, but that was um, 15 years ago, and that was before you were called a virtual assistant. In fact, I think, if I remember correctly, I referred to myself as an at-home secretary. Oh, I love it. I love it. And yes. it was only 15 years ago. It sounds so archaic, doesn't it? I know, right? Well, back then, you know, um, that was even before, like, the heyday of fax marketing. You know, that was when everyone had an email address, but you didn't really use it all the time. You know, that was right. really, yeah, it, it is. It was sort of an archaic time, certainly before social media or radio shows or anything like that. So I learned how to make money without investing in all the things that cost business owners a lot of money, you know, like uh, ads and um, yellow page advertisements and commercials. I didn't I didn't even, I had $50. <laughs> so I, I learned some things that fast forward, you know, seven, eight years, and um, was really, really in demand as credit started becoming harder to get and um, business owners were starting to say, hey, I paid a lot of money for that and it didn't make me any money back. <laughs> and so that's when, yeah, that's when Women Who Wow was really born. And I do uh, ironically serve about 40% men. And I said, hey, you know, if you can write a check to Women Who Wow and your wife's okay with it, <laughs> I can I can cash that check just as good as any other. So, you know so that's it, yeah. the beginnings of it. Wow. So so 
you know, some would argue that while we have more access to um, more marketing platforms nowadays, that really marketing competitively is, is much more difficult today because look what you did. You did some direct mailers and bam, you filled your agenda. Um, do you really, do you think it's that easy today? I do. I know it's that easy today. It's not, it's not easy, but simple. Simple, you know? Simple. I yeah. think today our, um, it's not that we, you know, we, we overcomplicate success today. We have so many options, so many bright, shiny objects, so many different free ways to market that we just have forgotten. We've walked away from the way our grandparents did business, right? Businesses mm-hmm. back in the day were much more profitable because they had to be. There was a family's livelihood, and we kept it really simple back then. Nowadays, uh, we overcomplicate success, and I hate to admit it, Marla, but I know you'd agree with me. A lot of business gurus overcomplicate success. Yes. <laughs> they want us to pay them for a roadmap to find it. And it can be simple, not easy, but certainly simple. More simple than we make it. Yeah, I agree. And I think that, you know, a part of that, and the part of the entrepreneur, is, is just confusion. That, you know, we think we have to be involved in absolutely everything and anything that's out there in terms of tools because there are so many today. And so we get confused and feel like, "Uh uh-oh, we're missing the boat if we don't do this or we're behind the times if we don't do this. And so simplifying can seem really difficult. Sure, sure. And and ironically, it kind of goes back to uh, the way I remember feeling in, well, junior high is what I called it, but my kids are in, you know, they call it middle school. Uh-huh. It's sort of the same kind of thing. We look around and we see what, quote-unquote, everybody's doing, and we feel like we might be missing out if we don't yeah. join in. And uh, I just want to remind all of your listeners, definitely, certainly look around at what everybody's doing in business. But then come back to the statistic of how many of those business owners will fail, right? Yeah. My, my philosophy is that I see everyone heading in one direction, I'm going to think long and hard before I join them when I know how many business owners fail. And so doing it a little different from what you're seeing the others doing is important and keeping it, I'm hearing you say, to to keep it simpler than many business owners are doing. Absolutely, yeah. I I say do it a lot differently than you see everybody else doing. So one, you'll stand out more, right? Um, Mm -hmm. We we think that the first thing we need to do is... is, um, you know, get our name out there. The truth is the first thing we need to do to start making money in business is to get our market's attention. If you're doing what everybody else is doing, you know, you're not, you're, you're kind of, I say, if you're following the herd, you'll never be heard. <laughs> you know, you want to make sure that you're doing something differently just if for no other reason than to get your market's attention, to earn their attention. Yeah, and it's hard for some entrepreneurs, I know, to, to figure out what that one key difference is, what what you can do differently and how you can position yourself differently in the market from your competition, if you will. It's not easy to find out by yourself, and and, and people will beat themselves up for that. Why can't I, I do this for my own business? It's my business. But I think that's what, you know, people like you and I are here to help with. Uh-huh. Sure. You know, I think that um, definitely when we can have, uh, you know, someone, obviously I invest in my own coach and consultants to support my business, and I know that you do, and 
Um, and uh, we have a slew of, of people that depend on us. But um, absolutely, you know, we need to find and or create the differentiator, okay, in, in um, how we show up in our market. You know, many times um, I, I know my own clients have come to me after spending gobs of time and gobs of money on, um, you know, exploratory coaching, which felt really good, right, because it's all about us. No, yeah. like if you were an outfit, what outfit would you be? If you were a country, what flag would it be? And I'm all branding exercises, and I'm thinking, if you like that, that's fine. Just don't rely on it to produce a profit. Right, that's not going to help you. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you got to create that differentiator. Right. We're going to go into break for a couple of minutes here, and we'll continue when we get back with the million dollar mindset. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Are you the kind of parent who just wants their kids to live the life of their dreams? Well, grab your kids and join How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James. It's a lively interview and call-in show, Thursday, 6 p.m. Central, on the Rockstar Radio Network. This dynamic mother and son team are on a mission. They want to empower kids to dream big and go after those dreams with gusto. They want to fill the world with kid entrepreneurs. Are your kids ready for success? Don't miss their fun annex, lively guests, and discussions. For more on Ann and Jack and their show, check out their website, howtoraisemillionaire.com. Then join the conversation of lively interviews and call-ins. And let's give our kids the tools and encouragements they need to build a future they can bank on, no matter what the economy throws their way. It's How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Do you feel like when you watch a cooking show or read a food magazine that the recipes are not practical for a busy family? Do you wish you could have a conversation with someone about the best way to get dinner on the table fast after a long day at work? Are you tired of cooking dinner only to have your family turn up their nose at all of your hard work? Do you want to hear more about healthy living and finding more time to find your passion in life? We'll pull up a chair and visit with Heather Tallman, host of Around the Kitchen Sink. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. here on Tugginet Radio. Like many women, finding balance in life and time to take care of yourself is hard to do. Between managing a career and marriage and children and a busy family schedule, it's hard to maintain a sense of self. And Heather shares how she does it. Check out Heather's website, basilmama.com. Join us for food and a whole lot more on Around the Kitchen Sink with your host, Heather Tallman. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we're here today with Michelle Pippin, founder of Women Who Wow, and she's often described by her clients as relentless, grassroots, passionate, profit-driven, and 
sometimes even worse. So talking profit-driven, you know, we were going into break and talking about that, that one differentiator and how important it is, well, at least one differentiator, when you're stepping out to, to market your business. And that is certainly something that is going to help you to shift your profits. Um, Michelle, can you give us a few tips on how you help your clients define what that is? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the first thing is to really, you know, take a, um, a bird's eye view of the market. You know, um, I, want, I want my clients and I want my, for my own business, I look at what my competitors are doing, who they are, what kind of um, products or programs that they're offering, what are their price points. I want to look at that. Now, typically, if you're following Business 101, what most business owners do is they say, okay, well, just let's take pricing, for example. If the range of your competitors is, say, $50 an hour to $350 an hour, uh, most business owners will take the safe route. They'll say, well, I'll get right in the middle. Right? I'll get right in the middle of the road. Yeah. I'll try to fit in to where nobody sees me. <laughs> and they don't get right. the irony in that strategy. But, um, you know, I really want them to look around at what everybody else is doing and figure out how they can do it strategically differently. Um, you know, and that can be anything from their bedside manner to how they deliver products to um, what their story, how their story really contributes to a, a key differentiator. And, um, and then roll all of that into a, 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 a created, a deliberately created um, brand differentiator statement. So how exactly are you different? And it should be an all-encompassing statement for your business, how you're different than any other option that your clients may consider. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's important and I love I love that you point out the getting lost in the middle because I think a lot of especially newer entrepreneurs tend to do that. I was working with a um, a psychologist the other day who actually had her rates down at eighty five dollars an hour. And uh you know, she felt that her clients just simply couldn't afford more. And so if you believe that, that's exactly who you're going to attract, right? So we've got her going up a little bit more because, you know, you want, you define your value, right, by your price today. And and so that is one key thing. So what are some of the most profitable strategies you teach and why isn't, if, if they're so simple, as we said in the opening, why aren't more people doing it, whatever they are? Yeah, so um, the most profitable, I guess, strategies that I teach are, you know, one is aim small, miss small. You know, you want to make sure that you know exactly who you're talking about. This takes some courageous decision making. Most owners are very, very nervous to cut off any potential avenue of profit. And so they're trying to speak absolutely to everyone who might have a wallet. And, um, and in doing so, they connect with no one. And so um, I really want, to aim, want them to aim small and miss small. Target very, very well. Um, the reason they don't do it is because they're afraid. You know, they're afraid that if I'm talking to, say, you know, um, divorced women who have two kids and alimony coming in and they're in the middle of settling their um, divorce or have just gotten over that, if they're that narrowly focused on a target market, they're afraid that they're going to leave profit off the table somewhere else. The key is, really, if anybody's listening and you're afraid of that, the key is, when I targeted women with Women Who Wow, um, I think I kicked myself for that many times. You know, male, male business owners are much more decisive. They're much, you know, more willing to invest. 
But you know what I realized is that when I was targeting women, the women who wow, it wasn't that men weren't working with me. They just came a little bit more prepared. They would say, hey, do you work with men? Are you willing to work with me? My positioning with them, because I wasn't chasing after them, was so much better, even than the people that I was targeting. So it's not that you're going to turn people away. It's just that you have to know who you're speaking to in order to reach them. You reach others as well, and feel free to take their, their business as well. But you have to target small in order to start really connecting, putting down some roots, and, and making more frequent trips to the bank. Um, another profitable strategy that people don't use is invitational marketing. I can't tell you the number of people who... I, you know, have a largely, I have an arm of my business that's largely event-driven, right? And so the standard way to market an event is, you know, to have some tele-seminars and have this long sales pages and 18 million JV partners, and they're all saying the same thing. And I don't do that. I use invitational marketing, and in many cases, that literally includes a print invitation. Um, I can't tell you the number of people who, they might have 30, 40, 50,000 people following them on Twitter, and they'll say, hey, if you ever want me to tweet something for you, let me know. And they've never asked why I've never asked them to do that. It's because I do invitational marketing. And that is so much more profitable. One, I spend less money and time to do it because I actually have a list of people I want to invite. Two, I get better clients that way. But three, they actually pay attention to the message because there is no doubt that it's being sent to them and to them specifically. Uh, why people don't do it? I guess they're afraid. Typically, you know, frankly, I'm, I'm a, um, I guess, a, a safety net for a lot of business owners who are in the middle of an event. Um, their sponsors haven't come through the way they thought. They're, they don't have enough butts and seats. <laughs> and so they come to me. And they're like, what can we do? And at that point, only after all of the hype and the hustle and bustle has failed them, then they resort to invitational marketing. I just start that way because it's the most profitable way to go. Um, usually, business owners are desperate the first time they do this. And sometimes it's too late for them, especially if they're, if they're filling an event. Um, another reason I think people don't do it is, is that fear we talked about of being left out of the in crowd, really. It, it sounds embarrassing for us to talk about it grown-ups like that, but that's the truth. I mean, I think we all can get caught up in that is, really figuring out, well, I don't want to be left out. I don't want everybody to be talking about this platform or that platform and me and for me not to be on it. Um, and, and they think that these simple invitational marketing, direct mail, um, getting a, a niche and really owning it before I move out to dominate another niche, I feel like it's archaic, right? And so they're thinking, well, this woman's a fool. I have access to millions of people on Twitter, so they just keep, you know, tweeting. I say, you're tweeting until your thumbs fall off, but you know, no one's signing up. <laughs> and when that happens, they tweet some more, you know? <laughs> Nothing is on Twitter. I'm just using it as an example. Right. Right. And, I mean, it's still important to, you know, have visibility there. But I can certainly attest to, to the uh, the grassroots marketing effectiveness sure. from my own, my last event, uh, Make It Happen. And... Uh, you know, I did all that. I set up the affiliate program, and I, you know, got out there in social media and set up the pages and everything. And all of that was important to create the visibility um, and the profile. But we get 100 people, 100 women to that event, and I'll tell you what, 95% of them were there because my event partner and I, my co-speaker and I, I went out. Yeah, we went out. Yep. We did 
speaking, we met with people, we created relationships, and we invited them to be there because they were our perfect audience member. Okay. And, That's uh, great. Yeah, and you know what? I would never even have to ask you where 95% of your attendees came from because it's always that. It's always that. And I agree with you. Like, you know, as a matter of fact, someone was in my office today asking about social media, and I'm, I'm no social media guru. I don't pretend to be. Um, and there's probably a lot of ways I could use it more profitably than I do now. I just don't rely on it, and um, and I rely on, on what's proven profitable over and over and over again for me. Now, I still am out there because, you know, there's a certain amount of relevance I would lose if I were on here and I didn't have a Facebook account. I didn't know what Twitter was. <laughs> you know, I would lose some of that relevance, and I would also lose some of the experience of using these free tools that people are depending on for their business. And, um, and, and, you know, so I think it's important, yeah, for the visibility, for the positioning. Um, and, uh, but then, you know, when, when we're talking about profitability, when we're talking about our paychecks, you know, I think it's important to know what you, uh, what you need to start with and what you can always fall back on. And that's where business has always been. And it's that yeah. knowing who you're talking to and inviting them to work with you. Yeah, and I think this, of course, begs the question. We only have about two minutes to break again. I can't believe it. But a lot of people will ask, okay, fine, I'm willing to go out and invite. How do I find those people? Where do I go? What do I do? Right. So um, I, I never, you know, I don't want to start any launch or any, you know, with less than 50 people that I want to go out and speak to and, and invite or any event with less than 100. And um, the key is to really start the same way I started 15 years ago with people that you know. If you are very, very, you have a very small social circle, you might want to sit down with a handful of people in that circle and say, who do you know that would that fit this, this market? Really go grassroots even when you're looking at your list. Um, you can also look at your competitors. Who's working with them? Um, who do they count among their clients? Because you know what? This is business. It's not ministry. Go on out there and, and figure out if there's a, a Michelle or a Marla or a Marie-sized hole in the market that's being created by your competitors. And so, you know, basically get the names wherever you can get them, but make sure they're a perfect fit for who you're targeting. Yeah, yeah, and you, you were talking about that targeted audience earlier, and, and you made so many wonderful points. And I think that once people realize that just because you're choosing uh, a very targeted audience doesn't mean that it's it's exclusive, that you can't coach okay. other people like you coach men. I coach men, but we target women. And uh, that it actually opens up the door for you to, to target other audiences with ease once you've got sort of a formula down because there is a formula to it. Exactly. Then you can literally rent and repeat. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. So, wow. We are just about a minute away uh, from break, and when we come back, I'd like to talk more about this, and, and I know that neither of us is a social media expert, but that both of us, I think, uses social media well, and uh, so let's talk a little bit about about that and uh, continue talking about these uh, these steps that you help people go through, these profitable strategies to, to grow their business and to attract clients. So you're listening to The Million Dollar Mindset. Please make sure to head on over to Inc. this week and uh, check out my article. We've got the five stages of a breakthrough idea up there. And if, if you think the breakthrough ideas just happen overnight, once you think of the idea, you might be wrong. So go check out those five stages. And we'll be back here in a minute. 
Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Mobile is the future, and the future is now. Listen in each week, Tuesdays, 4 to 5 Central, to Brilliant Mobile Marketing with your host, Mobile Mary, as we simplify the hottest marketing channel, Mobile Marketing, and share secrets on how you can use mobile to be more brilliant, be more profitable, and have more fun in your industry. Join us each week to learn from brilliant business leaders on how to simply and easily capture a list of raving fans and turn them into loyal customers. This show will help business owners, authors, and speakers realize their own brilliance by tapping into the insights of fellow brilliant business leaders. We will also showcase brilliant tools, both traditional and digital, that will make you more brilliant in everything you do. Don't miss your date with Brilliant Mobile Marketing and your host, Mobile Mary, America's mobile marketing expert, as she shares her success strategies every Tuesday from 4 to 5 Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. It's talking Smack with Beth, the real sports mom. It's one hour of hot topics that matter to sports moms and athletes. We'll be bringing you tips and advice from the leaders in youth sports today, as well as some inspiring stories from athletes and sports moms. With our own Sports Moms Roundtable, you're invited to be part of our show. We strive to educate and empower sports moms everywhere. Join us for Talkin' Smack with Beth, the real sports mom, every Thursday at 12 noon central, right here on the TogiNet Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. On Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And we're here today with Michelle Pippin. And to learn more about Michelle and her wonderful organization, just check out the website at womenwhowow.com. I can assure you, you'll be very impressed. And it's, it's a lot of fun over there. So do check it out. So going into break, Michelle, we were talking about that key differentiator and defining your target and invitational marketing. What are some of the other important critical pieces of the strategies that you teach? Are we missing some things here? Um, yeah, just a little bit. So you'll have to, you know, forgive my sort of southern upbringing for this. <laughs> but, um, you know, the first, the first thing I talked about is targeting, you know, having a target list in small and small. Um, the second one is to have a bait offer, right? So I grew up in a little farmette in rural Virginia, and my offices are in Virginia now. I actually live in North Carolina just to, um, because it is more rural out there. It's worth the drive for me. And um, But when I was growing up, I learned how to um, bait muskrats that I would sell for a profit. And, um, and I learned that, you know, if I was going to bait a, a deer for deer hunting season or a muskrat, you know, for, for muskrat high season, I want to use a different bait. So that's what I want my, my clients to do is I want them to create something that their target market really, really wants. And this is essentially that opt-in offer on a website or, um, you know, a free ebook, those kind of things. Most people, though, they look to get kind of lazy at this. They want to uh, create one offer that works for all audiences. And I have one that's actually just for co 
lot of great, great information about how to make money as a coach. And it's just for that coaching industry. I have different bait offers um, that I create all the time because I want them to be timely and I want them to be exactly what my market is looking for. So everybody on the call, once you know who you're targeting, figure out what you can give away for free um, that your prospect would be very willing to exchange their um, contact information for. A lot of business owners do have something like this on their website. They need to make it stronger and more compelling. But most business owners miss sort of the third step, and I call that the indoctrination series. And so if you're going to join like a new religion or something like that today, um, you would be indoctrinated into how that religion thought, um, what different kind of um, things they assume to be true. And I do the same thing with my market, and my clients do the same thing with theirs. Once you give them that free bait offer, don't just leave it at that and then throw them into the rest of your email list. Really take some time to indoctrinate them. Let them get comfortable in, uh, in, in your tribe. Let them get comfortable with your list. Give them a three- to seven-part um, email series um, that delivers to them everything they need to accept as true in order to get the most bang for their buck in your, uh, on your email list or in your live event, whatever. You really want to indoctrinate them well so that, um, so that they are able to flourish under your direction or under your business umbrella. Most people um, don't do that very well. Um, they just really don't think about that. They kind of, we assume a lot because we're in this business all the time, right? We assume that our clients know what we know and think what we think is true, they think is true, and the truth is we don't. That assumption is pretty costly. So I take great care in indoctrinating my clients my prospects, actually, those who are coming just to my website or signing up after hearing me speak, I take great care in indoctrinating them so that they, um, you know, can, can flourish with everything that I give them after that. And that's, that's not easy for most experts to do. It's, it's just like the way we write when we're writing our blogs and, and different sure. articles. You know, people tend to use those very technical terms, if you will, thank you, Thinking, it makes them look smarter. It makes them look like the expert, right? But right. We, we yeah. have to talk, I actually talk about that pretty, yeah. pretty um, boldly on the broke coach. It's like, leave off the smarty pants talk because when you're doing that, really, if you think about it, anybody listening, listening would realize, okay, if I'm talking, if I'm using all those big words, those who understand exactly what I'm saying, they don't need to hire me. Right. And those that do need to hire me, I'm not connecting with because they don't have a clue what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, really, you might look smart, but I'm not that desperate to look smart, I guess. You know, I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather turn a profit. <laughs> you know it. You know it. And, and you know, people are so, another thing to consider is, you know, the people reading you aren't, aren't dumb, but they're right. inundated with, with digital information nowadays, right. and so we have to make it quick and to the point, easy to read, smooth to read, and and it's the same thing, I guess, in your indoctrination process where sure. you have to get to know who you are and how you think and, and how you can help them. I love that idea. I love that because you're right. I think most of us just do send out those autoresponders and, and uh, simultaneous just dump everybody into the master list. Sure, sure. Yeah. And that's yeah. how you get people... Um, Staying on your list and never buying and staying on your list and really never opening because after the first couple, 
um, either it started to look like every other list they were on, or um, they just were not really compelled. You, you kind of grabbed them with the date offer, and then you lost them because you just threw them in to the mix, and they no longer felt like you were talking just to them. Yeah. And, um, and to me, it's like, I've got to earn that opportunity to basically be lazy and, and, and put them into the list with everybody else. So I indoctrinate them and talk just to them um, for a while, you know, anywhere from three to seven times before I realize, okay, now it's not about them, but not like I've raised them up, <laughs> but now I may be afforded the opportunity um, for them just to kind of be a member at large where they know that while I'm no longer talking just to them as an attorney or just to them as a coach or just to them as a physician, they know that uh, that I'm still meeting their needs. So, you know, it's kind of a way to, to earn that attention from them or continued attention. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay, indoctrination series. Is there something after that you want to fill us in on? Yeah, you know, the, the, the next one is um, partnering, and I call it, you know, partnering smart. Um, I don't, personally, I don't do any JVs or affiliate promotions. That's just me. Uh, when, my, when I recommend something to my market, I, it's not because I get $5 or 50 or 500 or $0.05 cents if they buy it. It's because I really think it will benefit with them. For me, that keeps it pure between my list and I. Um, but, you know, partnering smart, I absolutely partner. I partner with people who are, um, you know, have integrity. I'm, I'm very uh, sparing in my partnership. And so... Um, it's really something that I, I work with people to make sure that we're not competing, um, but that they have something that my market absolutely needs, and they have, their market has something that I can provide. And really look for places to partner. And, and for everyone on the call, a great place to partner isn't maybe with someone that you're in a networking group with or someone you met at a, an event, although those can certainly work out. I look for organizations <laughs> and associations who has a whole bunch of my market in there. And so, like, what I want to do is I want to create um, a lot of um, coaching associations. I will give out my great coach information uh, because it helps them when I when I position it and when I give them something extra. They actually use it as a, um, as a membership bonus. So they sell more membership, and I enroll those people as clients. So... Um, Look for places like associations, organizations, places like that as great partners. Because if you can give them content or something that helps them meet their core objectives, which is usually selling membership, <laughs> then mm-hmm. you have a partner that is going to be uh, is probably going to outperform someone that you might have met at a local networking group. Right, right. Now, and that's thinking big. That's wonderful. Okay, partnering smart. Wow. Yeah. And then the, the last one really is kind of my five-part business here, you know, system that it's, you know, targeted with, state offer, indoctrinate well, partner smart, and then keep providing hot content. You know, it's, it, and that's sort of like what you learn from marriage, right? Uh, if I show up the same way every day to my husband, like, it's not long for he's going to get bored. Same for me. <laughs> so, like, I want to keep it, I want to keep it kind of um, jazzed up a little bit. I want to make sure that I show up differently. I want to make sure that I keep showing up relevant with my to my market, and so um, everything that I put out to my market, I want to say like, is this um, is this going to be perceived as relevant to them, and is it going to be perceived as indispensable to them? So relevant and indispensable. That's how I want to show up. And content is a great way, whether you're doing a radio show like you are, or you know, writing for each magazine like you are, or just having something on your own blog or your own YouTube channel. 
come up with something that's relevant and indispensable, and you can make a lot of money, even with a fairly small list. Yeah, and, and telling stories, I think, is important while you're doing that. You know, make it experiential for your listener or your reader or, or what have you because people learn in that when they can really relate to it. So hot content that's relate in a way that, that people can relate. And that's it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Wow, great, great, great tips, Michelle. Thank you. And... Um, it's, uh, you know, these are all important to anybody who's, who's targeting individual um, clients and experts and coaches out there, but to also, in many ways, to small businesses who are offering products, too. It's just Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, the worst thing you can do if you're selling products is, you know, we focus on, okay, I'm going to need to sell a thousand of these to turn a profit. So they think, um, they always think too big, right? It's almost like they want to caper the community with, flyers that they throw outside of an airplane, you know? <laughs> right, right. Okay, I'll just litter the ground with my business cards. And you know what? You're just wasting money in trees. So um, really still the same, same fundamentals apply. And it, it, they, they apply for business to business. They apply business to consumer. And they apply, you know, products and services. It's the same for my, uh, you know, my cell and dot consultants as it is for my chiropractor, frankly. The message is different. The market might be different. But the, the series, the five-part series, is, is pretty much the same and should be implemented consistently across industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I often get that, that, that question. As a coach, how can, how can you coach most businesses rather than just a select, you know, number and type of businesses? And you're right. right. It is it's the same across the board. So, yeah. It's funny. Um, my mentor has a sign in his office, and it says, um, no your business is not different. <laughs> we all want to feel like we're unique and our challenges are so unique and we're so special. And it's like, no, 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 your business isn't different. It's still, um, you know, it still has to abide by the same cause and effect systems, the same marketing systems. It still has the same, you know, basis. And, um, and yeah, that's that. My business is different. It's just another way to overcomplicate things. And sometimes excuse our failures, you know. It's not my fault. It's my business break and we are here with Michelle Pippen. Please during break why don't you go on and check out womenwhowow.com and this is Marla Tabaka. We'll be back with you in just a couple of minutes. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. It's not just time for a change, is it? It's much bigger than that. Can you feel it? It's time for a transformation. Will you now imagine that you can and will transform your life? Will you suspend your disbelief and imagine that all things are not just possible, but probable? Imagine that you will meet guides, mentors, and trusted friends who believe in you, hold your hand as they point the way, and teach you to trust your own wisdom. The first of these friends is spiritual girlfriend Gail Carruthers. Gail will show you how to believe. 
Believe your perfect divine wisdom will reveal your worthiness. Believe that knowing your power will open your boundless courage. Courage to live consciously, fearlessly, and joyfully. And then know, know all these things are already here and waiting for you to bring them into your divine life. She is here to help you discover, believe, and know. So join Gail, your spiritual girlfriend, every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. In the annals of recorded history, there has never been anything that can compare to home movies. But now, in this modern era, where do you turn for the best information? Right here. It's the Home Movie Legacy Project, hosted by Rhonda Vigent. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Learn how to organize, digitize, share on social media, use this genealogy research, repurpose or even monetize found footage. Discover ways to find films about your own family that you didn't even know existed. Or create a documentary that can use the power of home movies to deliver a message that can impact the lives of many. For more on Rhonda and the show, go to our website, homemovielegacy.com. Then be here as the journey continues with the Home Movie Legacy Project with Rhonda Vigent. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And thanks for joining us today. We're here with Michelle Pippen, founder of WomenWhoWow.com, and she helps her clients to fully leverage their passion and expertise to soar to profits. And Michelle, coming into the show, you know, I I mentioned that, at least in my experience as a coach, a lot of business owners aren't setting aside the time to plan for the next year. And this is just a, a repeated problem that they see year in, year out. And they always swear it's going to be different come the end, you know, the end of, of third quarter next. And, and they don't change that. And and so talk to us a little bit about what you're seeing in that trend and how, how you help your clients possibly to break out of that that uh, that defeating trend. Okay, yeah. So, um you're absolutely right. It's something that is literally, it's like a thief robbing our colleagues of profit all the time. And the reason is that actually um, on my Facebook page, facebook.com backslash women who wow, um, the most recent video posted there is my uh, 30-minute marketing move. And it's essentially challenging businesses to be able to tell me, like, what they're paying their hopes on. You know, how do you think you're going to make a profit? What is the process? What's the marketing plan? What's the sales plan? And the truth is, far too many businesses cannot answer that adequately. And they might use the tool or they might say where they're networking, but they do not have a prescribed process for how they're marketing, which is how to get in front of your target, and how they're selling, which is how to engage that, that target into a sales conversation and convert it to a, a you know, bank deposit. So, like, we need to make sure that we are planning for that. So how I help my clients, one is every Sunday night I submit, I put out there a 30-minute marketing move video because I'm a big believer in a Sunday night business meeting. And so all over the country, 
Um, Newcomers of Women Who Wow, they don't pay a dime for this, but they get the 30-minute marketing move, which is a, a challenge um, for how they should market the following week. And they participate with me and my laptop and a glass of wine in a Sunday night business meeting because I do not want to ever wake up on a Monday and not have a plan for the week, including like what I'm going to be doing, how I'm going to build my business, not just like appointments I've had set, but actually what I'm going to do to move my business forward. We only have 52 weeks in a year, so I'm going to make sure I go into each one of those with a plan for how it can be most profitable and most enjoyable for me. Um, so, that, you know, that's why I think the best way. You know, many times people are really discouraged from having a big year-long plan. And the reason they're discouraged is it's almost like, uh, if I can say this, it's almost like me with a diet, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm discouraged because how many times have I looked like a fool and I've gone out there and I told everyone, I'm going to be vegan, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. <laughs> and, like, you know, and it's just like, I don't follow through. And so a big year-long plan can sometimes be a little bit discouraging. They should still do it, but some business owners aren't going to. So I break that down. At least, for God's sake, have a weekly plan. How are you going to attack this week to be most profitable? Yeah, I think if you know, if you understand what your vision is, and you understand what your market, who your market is, and what your message is, then that's really all you need to know in order to break sure. this down into you know bite-sized chunks, achievable chunks. It's not brain science, and you hit it. You hit on the on the head. You know, knowing your market is like that's the biggest piece. You got to know who you're talking to, uh, knowing your message, what you're going to say, and what you're going to sell is the second piece. And three, where are you going to say it? You know, this is not this is not something that's super complicated. You know, message market media. Where are you going to say it? And uh, and then, you know, having a process. What do you want your market to do first? What do you want your market to do second? Um, what will you give them? What would you want them to give you? How will they raise their hand and say, hey, I would like more information. All of that needs to be prescribed. Will it go according to prescription all the time? No. <laughs> I don't want to have a prescription anyway because more likely than not, um, you know, my, my market will start to follow that prescription roughly as long as I have one. I want to have a system and a process for them to work with me. Right. And, and I think we're coming to an important point that business owners need to be aware of is that marketing isn't about overnight success. Marketing is about consistency and right. and really hanging in there for your audience and helping them even when you're not hearing back from them. Because eventually, I mean, gosh, I have, I have people on my list for five years sometimes before they come full circle and say, hey, I'd like to work with you. Um and, and so it's important not to give up when you come up with this, you know, as I said earlier, my ink column is about that breakthrough idea. Don't expect that that next marketing strategy is going to be the one strategy to turn your business on a dime and, and have clients knocking down your door. You have to be consistent in your message. Right, right. And also, you know, I would kind of chime in on that and, and say, you know, if you're not hearing anything from your market, you know, don't just persist, I call it in and dumb persistence, right? Like, right. if you're hearing if you're hearing crickets, that is also feedback. <laughs> don't give up. Don't immediately jump ship. But you know, consider slightly tweaking. So many people we zig and zag in these dramatic shifts in our business. And persistence is smart, but you know, persistence that has some real time course correction far more profitable. So if you're hearing crickets, like. Maybe it's the price point. Maybe it's the message. Maybe your open rate is down. Figure out what the problem is. Make a small tweak. 
and then do it again. But you're absolutely right. Stay consistent. You know, you got to stay the course. Otherwise, you know, you're, you're just never, ever going to get the momentum that you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's important to realize that, you know, it's, it's ti- timing is everything, too. Yeah, you don't want to hear the crickets, but, you know, you're going to have the few people out there who just aren't ready for you, but they want to sure. hear learn from you. And so don't get discouraged. I stress that so much. You know, I wrote for Inc. probably for two years before it started to to pay off in the sense of of really changing, you know, my client list and and who was coming to my door. I mean, two years of weekly writing before that audience really built up. But I knew it was building because I did hear from them. And, I just and now, I guarantee you, you'll, still, you'll get people who will refer to an article you wrote back when you thought nobody was reading them, right? <laughs> like, back in 2008, yeah. you said this, and it's like, oh, okay, somebody yeah. did read that besides my mom and my husband, you know? <laughs> yeah, all the time, and they'll, they'll refer to that article like it's the only one out there, and I'm supposed to remember exactly what was in it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's fun. That's fun. So, Michelle, you're working on an exciting um, opportunity for people out there who are interested in learning from you um, and those who are in a slump in business. And I think this is such an appropriate um, space to talk about that in because, you know, we're talking about moving out of 2013, going into 2014, and creating something different and doing something different and taking away what's not working and recognizing what's not working. So tell us a little bit about this series you're working on. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to do this because I am, this three-part series, it actually launched today and um, it'll go on for today, tomorrow, and the next day. Um, but after that, it'll be evergreen on my website. And it is a get-out-of-this-slump training. There's nothing sold. It's not attached to a program or a product or an event I'm selling. It really is a gift. And it's three parts. It's an ancient system that I actually learned about seven or eight years ago, but it's ancient. It's been around for thousands of years. And um, for people who have, in any area of their life, actually, recognize that there is a point in the same area, business, marriage, health, whatever, that they were at the mountaintop, and now they're no longer at the mountaintop. They might not be in the valley, but they're no longer at that mountaintop experience. And so business won't happen. There's no way we can avoid them. Trump can't avoid them, Oprah can't avoid them, Branson, none of them. So we can't either. But a slump doesn't have to carry us so far down and keep us for so much longer than we want to stay. Um, there's three different things that business owners can do to get out of that slump. And so um, they can find out information about it. Unfortunately, the uh, link for this is kind of too long for them to remember. But if they go to my Facebook page at facebook.com backslash wow you'll find um, a link to the Get Out of This Slump training. And um, it's absolutely a game changer. And so I encourage people to sign up for it. You know, if you're not in a slump, send it to someone who is. And take it for yourself because, you know, you'll find yourself maybe not in a scary slump, but in a slump where your momentum is kind of, um, you know, dying down a little bit, the trajectory of your business is going in the wrong direction. These three steps are exactly what you can do to, uh, to dig your way out pretty quickly. That sounds wonderful, especially for this time of the year because there's such an awareness out there, I think, amongst big business owners that something has to change. And, you know, when you're not sure what that something is or how to change it, it can really get you into that slump. 
Yeah, and you know, what to change is different for everyone. There is no magic pill for everybody. Um, this reset, these resets actually help you identify what you can go back to, <laughs> what you can stop doing. Like, it really is a, a customized prescription. Um, it's video web. It's like I'm working with everybody on it. But if you follow it, you really will have a fairly clear roadmap for how to get, you know, take back the ground you lost, right? We want to get back to the mountaintop, at least where we were before, and then gain new ground. Mm, it sounds so exciting. What a wonderful gift you're putting out there into the world. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm excited, and it's certainly not because um, I, it's not so much of a selfless gift. It's not so much that uh, I created it because of someone else's swamp, right? <laughs> I created it. For my own swamp, you know, and, um, and, and we all have them. And so there's no shame in it. And you're no. right with the emotions of the despair and the discouragement. And the no matter what I do, nothing changes. That is what keeps people in a slump for way too long. And, and sometimes that's where the failure comes in. That's where we really walk away and give up. And, uh, and so I think that most people, if they're honest, they've been, we've been at that place where we've really considered you know, a J-O-B. <laughs> and, uh, would it be easier? Would it be less hectic? Would it be more profitable? And um, and this is for people in all different dramatic measures of a slump, from the very itty-bitty slump to the really scariest slump. And, um, and I've been there, and so that's why I created this. And I think it is, I think you're right. Now is a perfect time for it because we're really considering 2013 has not been, I think, what most people hoped it would be <laughs> coming into it. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. We've seen a lot of stories out there that are very, very difficult. Yeah, people are looking yeah. forward to 2014. I can, I can see that with uh, with authority. Well, Michelle Pippen, it has been delightful having you on the show, and we are already at our end. So please, everyone, check out womenwhowout.com. And thank you, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there,